Welcome back to another episode of Witch Bitch Show Podcast. If you are new here, welcome. I'm your host, Kristen. You can call me witch or you can call me bitch. It really doesn't matter. Just put some respect on that shit. Now, I do have a slight disclaimer, and this will help you decide whether you stay or whether you go. If you are easily offended or faint of heart, bitch, I'm not meant for you. I'm not your reader, your guide, your interpreter, your numerologist, your astrologer, your mentor, your medium, baby. I cannot help you with where you are at on your journey today. That doesn't mean it cannot change and it will not change. I'm okay with that. You have to be. I hope and know that everybody had a really great weekend and a really great week last week. I know that I did. My weekend was a fucking amazing. It was one of those. It was like one of those once in a really long time good weekends, good days. Like I had a great, fantastic, amazing Saturday with my best friend and we cannot stop talking about it the food was great the conversation was great the adventure was great it was one of those like once in a like three four month days that everything was so perfect it was amazing and then even Sunday was really great um me and my family were doing the artist way. We have an artist way work group. Every Sunday we get together in the morning, have our breakfast and coffee. And um, we have like a book club with the artist way. So this weekend was amazing. But even last week was really good. I did a lot of great energy work um, for that full moon. A lot of y'all were feeling the energy of the full moon. I got a lot of bookings for energy work. Uh, so thank you guys for that. If you guys didn't know, head over to my website. You can see everything that I have to offer with at witchbitchtarot.com. Oh my goodness. This overview is going to be a doozy. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be fun. We're going to get all things Halloween, witchcraft, witchcraft history, spells, uh, uh, traditions of Halloween, um, everything pumpkin spice, everything spooky, scary stories even. This month is going to be action and jam-packed. It's going to be a little outside of what we typically do. Um, But bitch, we can have fucking fun too. Like what? Like why can't we have fun? In this overview, we'll go over what we will be talking about throughout the month of October. We'll even dig into some of the major astrological events that are taking place in October. Remember, remember, these are events that stuck out to me for my collective. They may not resonate with you. These are just, as an overview, some major events we can look at. Now I keep getting feedback. How come some of the transits from the week aren't in the overview? Because I'm not going to go through every single week and every single day to give you an overview 
of every transit in this overview episode. This overview episode would then literally be the astrology segment only would be like an hour and a half. We're not doing that shit. Get over it. (laughs) Okay. Listen every week so you can get guided and aligned every week. Okay. For those that are new here, um, hey, there's a lot of new listeners. I I see you. I fucking see you. Welcome. I'm glad that you enjoy what I'm giving you. I'm thankful. I'm grateful. You're amazing. Pussy pop on a handstand. You guys know my goal. Also, somebody was a new listener and they signed up for my mentorship program. And you guys know that's my goal for the month of October is to get eight more people in the mentorship program. So we're one down, seven to go. Now there's 8,000 of y'all or so every week that listen. So that's all I'm saying. Without further ado, let's get into it. Okay relax get comfortable put me on the corner put me on the tv put me somewhere if you're driving don't fucking relax pay attention to the road enjoy the vibes okay and above all make sure that you just have fun make sure you just have fun while you're listening now shut the fuck up sit down and let's get it The month of October, astrologically speaking, is, um, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. I I will say that. And I'm I'm ready to dig in for you. If you guys didn't know, though, if you want to get some of the visuals, if you want to get some of the facial expressions... I stream the uncut episode of this podcast every week on one of my social media platforms, whether it's Instagram, YouTube, or TikTok. So make sure that you guys head over to my website um, and um, follow me on all of my platforms or to make it easier, just join my Discord server and I tell you exactly what platform I am on every week streaming this uncut episode now now let's get into these astros so in the month of october i gotta sit up because it's getting juicy (laughs) the month of october we start today um is the second is the day that i'm recording this so mercury and virgo is going to oppose neptune in pisces and this transit can bring a sense of confusion or misunderstanding when it comes to communication. Uh, The Mercury in Virgo is seeking precision in detail, while the Neptune in Pisces can cloud the clarity of thought. So it is important to be extra careful when it comes with when it comes to and with communicating to ensure that your message is clear unambiguous or anything of the sort and remember just because it's on the second doesn't mean that you won't be affected by it on the third or the fourth okay okay on the third of this month october obviously mercury in virgo is then going to try pluto and capricorn remember before Pluto sits station or sits in its sign for the decades to come, um, it kind of does a nine month slingshot back into its previous sign. 
okay so yes we are in the age of pluto being in aquarius however while retrograde is slang it's slang its hoe back it's in capricorn right now okay um this is going to enhance your ability to investigate and uncover hidden truths so if you need to be a fucking investigative reporter this week is probably the week uh everything will come to light this week if you are seeking to find clarity or uncover things okay it, it's a good time to do that deep research and have those meaningful conversations for one because other people's communication can be fucked up they'll slip up and be like oh the cat's out of the bag and uh your communication can have a transformative impact that's why it is important that during the beginning parts of these weeks we are communicating and speaking with diction and enunciation and you honestly like you can find it easier um to get to the bottom of like complex issues hard thing hard things oh hard things <laughs> we'll move on on the fourth we have mercury entering into libra i fuck with this heavy I fuck with this transit heavy, okay? As Mercury moves in to Libra, it's going to emphasize fairness and diplomacy when it comes to communication. So it's an excellent time for negotiations as people are more inclined to seek harmony and compromise when it comes to decisions. When Mercury enters Libra, it's going to, uh, it's going to bring a shift in how we also communicate so uh what you can expect with mercury in libra is is balanced communication we know libra is that balance and that harmony and again mercury is the communicator right um charm and politeness um the way that we are networking it's going to be a great time to form alliances and make a good impression especially in social and professional settings there will be some indecisiveness we know that libra is known for its indecisiveness and this influence can affect on how we are making decisions during mercury mercury's stay mercury's vacation in libra so people may weigh pros and cons carefully um before making decisions and this can allow us to overthink during this period please 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 articulate your expressions i told you this um for the next few months make sure that you are speaking and articulating speaking with diction and conviction uh aesthetic sensibility what do i mean by that I, I wanted to put this in there what do i mean by that libra is ruled by venus and this is the planet of beauty so mercury and libra may also inspire a appreciation for aesthetics or the arts so it is a great time to engage in activities related to fashion design visual artistry whatever the case may be while mercury is also in libra we could find ourselves seeking feedback more people with mercury in libra may even be more active to seek feedback because 
it ensures that their ideas and communication are and communications excuse me are being well received they thrive on that constructive criticism so if you have a mercury in libra placement this is probably why you're constantly needing that feedback or criticism constructive criticism constructive feedback or even a sense of validation okay You will have you will have trouble making very quick decisions during this transit because you are promoting that fairness and that balance and balancing out the Libra scales. Now remember though, I always say this. Don't forget, the only person that is truly deciding what is just is the person that is weighing the scale. Okay? The eighth through the tenth excuse me, Mars in Libra is going to square Pluto in Capricorn. This is a very challenging aspect that is going to bring power struggles and conflicts, especially in areas that are related to control and authority. So it is important that you are handling disputes with care to avoid um, aggressive behavior or aggressive communications. So seek constructive ways to address the issues and again this is that heavy emphasis especially with mercury just entering into libra okay y'all we gotta y'all gotta talk to people right we got <laughs> we can't be out here just talking any kind of fucking way that we want okay we then have Venus entering into Virgo the following day. So Venus in Virgo is going to be very detail-oriented, especially when it comes to matters of love and relationship. Uh, it's going to be a time where people may even express their affections through acts of service or attention to detail, etc., etc. I didn't go too much in-depth on the overview with uh, this transit. Um... Is it important? Yes, but it's not that deep right now. I, I think one transit that we really, really need to focus on is that Mercury and Libra. That's why I kind of dug into it a little bit. Um, but again, when we get there on the 9th, we will dig into it. So next week you'll hear about Venus entering into Virgo, okay? We then once, excuse me, my throat. I was about to choke and die. <laughs> and then on the 10th, we have 9th, 10th, quote unquote. We have Venus in Virgo. Once it's already entered into Virgo, it's going to oppose Saturn in Pisces. So uh, this is going to bring a sense of responsibility and commitment to your relationships. But it can also highlight any limitations or boundaries or challenges that you have in your love life, in your romantic life. Patience and maturity are key during this time. This is, and this is why I don't really want to go too deep into this Venus entering Virgo because I want to dig into that next week and tell you anyway. Um, if you now listen, y'all know I'm gonna tell you like it is. I don't give a fuck. I'm here to help you heal your soul at the end of the day. So if it resonates, you were meant to hear it for a reason. This Venus in Virgo that is going to oppose this Saturn in Pisces is really going to show you what your relationship looks like underneath a microscope. 
Okay. And even though it's going to bring that sense of responsibility and commitment to your relationship, it's going to highlight those limitations. It's going to highlight the challenges. It's going to highlight the boundaries that need to be there. Okay. So if on the other side of this scale or the other side of this spectrum, right? If somebody goes against that sense of responsibility and or commitment of the relationship, what do you think it's time to do if it's highlighting the limitations, the boundaries and the challenges that we are not openly and effectively trying to change? I'm going to leave it at that. Put a pen in it. And we'll talk about it next week. Heavy emphasis on that. On the 12th, we have Mars entering into a Scorpio. Mars and Scorpio is going to bring an intense, an intensity and almost a sense of determination. It is very powerful energy when we're talking about pursuing our desires and our passions. But you also want to be mindful to not be too, like, don't be too annoying with that shit. Don't be too forceful. Don't be too controlling. Um, you, you know, anytime, like, when we see those ships with Mars, like, it, it can be a little bit much. It's like, all right, bitch, pipe down, <laughs> pipe down. So um, it, it's going to bring that, it's going to bring that intense passion, that determination. Um, even you could see yourself moving in a more strategic way even emotional intensity when we have something fiery like Mars and then uh, we have this um, transformative scorpion yeah anyway it's going to bring those emotions because we know Scorpio is a water sign Mars in Scorpio can heighten our emotional intensity where you can find yourself more in touch with your emotions, but also allowing them to drive your deepest desires. So it can also fuck you up a little bit because that could be like, we could be mis driving. Okay. I don't know if that makes sense. Put those, arrange those words to make it make sense to you. Okay. Uh, also you could be very horny during this time. <laughs> If we're being honest, the sexual energy associated with Scorpio is always unreal. It's always unreal. So when Mars is in Scorpio, it's going to increase your sexual desires and energy. Again, with that passion, that fire, that sensuality behind it. Okay. Okay. Um, you, you could naturally become a little more inquisitive. Calm down. Okay, but above all, it is a very transformative energy. We know that Scorpio is the sign of transformation. So personal growth, personal change, especially following this Aries full moon. Okay, get get it, get get your life together. <laughs> the twelfth through the fourteenth, we have Mars in Scorpio. That's going to try and Saturn in Pisces. Um. This is going to bring discipline. It's a. Okay. I just choked. Um, it will, that will probably make it to the blooper episode. Back to what I was saying. The 12th through the 14th, Mars and Scorpio is going to try and Saturn and Pisces. Uh, 
is this a great time for discipline and it's a great time when we're talking about productivity and strategic action so you can make steady progress toward your goals like this is the time to get the shit done this is the time to get the shit done okay on the 14th we have our solar eclipse we're in eclipse season a solar eclipse in libra um great for challenge great for potent changes excuse me um this eclipse is going to it's going to shift our perspective when it comes to relationships and partnerships and it's going to have us reevaluating um the balance and the harmonies in our lives it is um it's a it's a new beginning especially when we're talking about balance harmony partnerships strong emphasis on this theme of balance okay you could feel uh prompted to examine and improve your relationships both personal and professional um i can't say this enough especially with venus on the move like the rebalancing of your relationships is going to be the main focus of this solar eclipse setting your attentions letting go you can release definitely during this solar eclipse i don't want to get too much into it because you know when it happens we're going to do a whole ass episode about it so uh we then on the 19th and 20th uh we see the sun conjunct mercury in libra uh, okay it's going to enhance our communication skills and social interactions uh it's an excellent time for us to share ideas and collaborate with others okay uh, we then uh, after that see the sun and mercury and mercury excuse me and libra are both going to square off with pluto and capricorn this is further intensifying communications, but can also lead to a power struggle or confrontations based off of your communication. So be mindful of the words that you are using to avoid your words being taken the wrong way, manipulation, misunderstandings, all of that. It's almost like a little miniature Mercury retrograde, okay? Um, the 19th through like the 20th, 22nd. We then see on the 22nd, after we see those transits take place, we have uh, Mercury entering into Scorpio. It's going to bring intense communication. Um, it's time. This is a time where we're going to have those deep heart-to-heart, -heart, heartfelt conversations, okay? Um, we're going to be thinking deeper. We're going to research and investigate. Um, it's a powerful it's a powerful time to have persuasive communications or to convey a message that normally isn't understood like if you are about to go to like court or something like not for anything on the 22nd like if you are speaking and communicating clearly and concisely like you'll probably like you'll be able to persuade based off of your communications okay um secure uh, excuse me secretive tendencies can come back though around this time um you you could um see yourself wanting a little bit more privacy or just wanting to withhold information uh, do what you want like bitch that's fine i don't give a fuck <laughs> and we could also see some intense debates um trans 
informational communications, even investments in relationships can change. Again, we know that Scorpio is that sign of intimacy and deep connection. So if you are more invested in close relationships during this transit, then you need to seek understanding and connect with that other person on a different level to further expand. When I tell you this month of October is all about examining your relationships, not just your romantic relationships, but your personal, your professional relationships, because this is a time where it will work in your favor if you allow it. Okay. We then on the 23rd have the sun entering into Scorpio again. Our emotions could be running high around this time period. It is a transformational time when the sun enters into Scorpio. Um, again, we can have that emotional doubts, resilience, determination, um, transcendence and transformation. Scorpio is literally associated with transformation and rebirth. It is the death card in tarot right? This transit encourages our personal growth and our willingness to let go of what no, lo what no longer serves you. Okay. It is time to shed those old patterns and embrace the change. It's time to allow ourselves to have deeper connections. It's time to allow ourselves to have some psychological exploration. Um, it's time for us to take back power and control of our lives and be mindful of the different power dynamics in your various relationships and how to better seek those healthy boundaries. Again, uh, October, we could be, all of us are going to be very horny in October. Take it how it resonates. Um, and you can even see yourself, um, you can even see yourself adjusting or recalibrating, uh, the loyalties or the values that you have in your life based off of your commitments and your connections. Okay. The 27th, um, the 27th, we have Mars and Scorpio that's going to oppose Jupiter and Taurus. This is going, you're going to feel like it's going to give you the energy of claustrophobia. It's like, all right, I got to do something to expand. I got to do something to get out of the space that I'm in. I got to do something to get out of the thought process I'm in. This liter this aspect is literally what is making you feel claustrophobic, but don't overextend yourself trying to break free without setting that foundation. Okay. We then have Mercury. We then have Mercury and Scorpio. Um, First one was Mars and Scorpio, excuse me. Then we have Mercury and Scorpio, which is going to oppose Jupiter and Taurus. And this is going to amplify your thoughts and ideas. Okay. Okay. Be, be again, cautious of being overconfident or excessive. Um, don't be that bitch. Nobody wants to fucking hear it. Just sit down, relax. Everything's going to happen in the exact time it's meant to happen. We then on the 28th, um, we have that full moon in Taurus. Um, we're going, th this is very powerful. I'm going to be doing some, I'm going to be doing some slash from, I don't know, during this transit because this transit, um, this full moon 
is great for anything that has to do with financial matters, material success, um, emotional grounding, emotional understanding, balancing again, um, being practical and being grounded, but also letting go, but also letting go self-worth self-worth is the name of the game for this full moon at the end of the month then to wrap off the month we have mercury conjunct mars and scorpio this aspect is going to bring a surge of mental energy and assertiveness it's going to be a great time for taking actions on your ideas or communicating with passion on the 31st we then have venus and virgo trining uranus and taurus this is an exciting aspect that can bring unexpected pleasures and surprises in love and finance. And it's going to be it's going to be a great time to embrace new experiences and enjoying the unconventional. So this month again, action fucking packed. Action packed, energy packed. And you guys know if you're listening every week, we go more in depth into some of these major transits as well as the transits that are surrounding it. So what transit are you looking forward to this month? So this month I got a great list of uh, crystals. And here's the thing. Just because I'm telling you these are great crystals to work with this month does not mean that you have to work with these crystals this month. I, I love the emails that you guys send me. I really do. I drink my wine. I eat my gluten-free pretzels. And I just have a ball reading through the emails. You guys know you can email me, Kristen at witchbitchdrow.com. K-R-I-S-T-I-N at witchbitchdrow.com. Respectfully, with a little bit of disrespect, I do not need to know that you did not use the crystal of the week because you were more drawn to something else. I love that for you. I love that for you. I'm just here to guide you. Half the time I half the time I'll work with the crystal of the week a little bit. It's for the collective energy, right? Thank you again. Thank you so much. Okay. I appreciate it. If you don't fuck with these crystals or you're not resonating with them for this month or for that week, that is absolutely okay, baby cakes. You have to work with what is working with you, what you are drawn to. I always say this, when shit starts getting too organized, it's not for me. When shit starts getting too organized, it's not for me. Okay? <laughs> okay? The crystals this month that I have chosen, and you guys already know you can head over to crystalpiziestudios.com for all of your crystal needs. It will be linked in the description box below, as well as on my website. 
Um, first and foremost, uh, this month I actually did crystals that are aligned with the transits because astrologically, I, I know at least for me this month, I'm going to be focusing a little more on the astros, especially like how I'm going to be guiding people because these are some heavy hitting transits. So for me, um, my suggestions this month are going to be more ash astrology based. <laughs> again do what you want whatever i don't really care <laughs> i love you though <laughs> um so uh one that i think is definitely going to help out a lot is rose quartz it's going to hit a lot of the transits that are going on especially when we get toward those venus transits but the main one is as mercury enters into libra rose quartz is going to promote that loving and compassion that we need in these conversations that could be challenging um it's going to make a difference it'll help resolve conflict or conflict or miscommunication in a more peaceful way um i also chose selenite and i chose selenite um for that mars entering into scorpio it's going to intensify the desire and the determination because selenite can help you stay mentally clear and mentally balanced. So if we're having this kind of chaotic energy of determination where it's like, well, let's go, we're balls deep, we got to fuck it up, right? Well, pipe down, Let, let's clear this up. Let's make sure that we're going in with a clear head and we're communicating this is what we need with our desires and determination. So this is going to promote that clarity and that purification that we need to aid us while navigating through these intense emotions and situations. Um, for that Venus entering into Virgo, um, I, I chose Citrine. Um, because it's also going to be uh, opposing Neptune and Pisces. So it's going to enhance your sense of self-worth and abundance. It's about positivity, prosperity, supporting, com supporting your confidence and your self-esteem. A lot of people use Citrine only for its financial abundance that it can bring. Okay, but it does so much more. I love it, especially confirmation burp when i'm doing some shadow work i will get a piece of citrine because it's going to amplify right it's going to amplify what i'm working through what i'm working with by giving me that self-worth with release this full moon in taurus smoky quartz smoky quartz smoky quartz smoky quartz it's going to help you stay grounded release that emotional baggage excellent for letting go of negativity and finding stability uh, I then have Labradorite for this sun entering into Scorpio. It's going to emphasize that transformation. Not only is it going to emphasize our transformation, but it's also going to help us and assist us with that discovery of, excuse me, with that, ex blah, 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 with that exploration of self-discovery. Uh, we have Amethyst for when Mercury enters into Scorpio. It's going to help you understand your thoughts on a different on a deeper and different level uh, especially when we are going to be kind of working through the psychological aspects of ourself with that transit so it's going to provide that mental clarity uh, even that spiritual insight or even um you know if we're fighting through releasing or breaking past addictions or habits 
that is what this is going to be great for this month that amethyst i then have um rhodonite for the solar eclipse in libra it's going to support your relationships and foster compassion and understanding um, it is a stone of love and forgiveness and it's going to help you heal those emotional wounds black obsidian i had to put it on there especially for october october because we have a jupiter october because we have a lot of um heavy transits in jupiter uh, so it's going to provide that protection and that grounding green of venturing for that venus and virgo it's going to give us and amplify that luck and prosperity that we have clear quartz always always it's going to amplify any and everything that we are doing so the <laughs> um and then don't forget to regularly cleanse your crystals throughout especially this month um the crystal of this week though is opal uh, because it is October's birthstone. There are so many different forms of opal. When I was doing my investigative reporting on opal, I was like, yeah, dog. It was very hard for me to just find understanding for just opal. So here we go. Um, opal is great for emotional healing. It's often associated with... Um, release of emotional trauma but it also a it also a facilitates emotional recovery this stone is going to encourage you to acknowledge and confront those deep-seated emotions promoting that inner healing and that emotional well-being it's going to allow you also to have some creativity and inspire even your artistic expression it can have the ability to open doors of your imagination by making it a valuable tool making it excuse me a valuable tool for artists and writers and creatives it's going to help with spiritual insight balancing energies enhancing your intuition protection i was getting a phone call my bad so balancing energies enhancing intuition um protection purification relationships love even with your dream work so this is going to be great for any works that you're doing basically in the month of october so awesome what crystal will you be using this month This month is going to be so much fun. I am so prepared to share it with you. Okay, first things first, though. This is what I definitely need from you guys. I want to create another segment just for the month of October. And I want to tell, like, spooky stories or creepy stories. But I want them, like, I want them from you guys. And I want them to be, like, stories that have actually happened to you. Or, like, you're one degree off of knowing the person that it happened to. Um maybe not even cre like creepy scary unreal surreal whatever the case may be send me an email because i want to read them um i don't know what i'm gonna call this segment yet but i need the emails and maybe i'll just make like an extra episode just of the stories that you guys send me ah you guys just don't know i love when y'all send me e emails and like uh, ah. okay anyway 
So uh, we're just going to go over the outline of what to look forward to um, during this podcast in the month of October. The theme is all Halloween, all pumpkin spice, all spooky, all witchy, all hokey spokesy. So that is the overall theme. You guys know at the beginning of the month, I tell you what the theme is just so we can stay on track this month. We're just having fun. We're just pussy popping on a handstand, okay? Or ball popping on a handstand. Or them they popping on a handstand. Whichever one resonates with you. Um, so next week, we're going to be talking about Halloween traditions and histories. So, you know, like, what the fuck is even Halloween? Um, we'll dive into um, brief history uh in the origins of Halloween and even its significance in modern culture. We'll then also dive into traditions and their origins. So what is even, why do we, why do we carve pumpkins and turn them into jack-o'-lanterns? The evolution of costumes from ancient rituals to modern dress up, even cultural variations in Halloween traditions. Uh, we'll then even dive into Halloween history around the world. Um, we will then, in the tarot segment of week one, we will talk about, obviously, um, excuse me, the energy of tarot in Halloween season. Um, the tarot deck and as a Halloween tool and exploring how we can use divination for our guidance during Halloween during this season and discuss the various traditions and symbols that are integrated into tarot readings. Also some spooky tarot cards and their like deeper meanings. Like I tell you guys, when we talk about tarot, like there's levels to this shit and people don't realize the levels that there are to it. Um, it's like you're level three understanding. I'm a level 10 because I have done research and I understand what signs and symbols and colors and combinations mean. So I'm here to give that to you. Um, yeah, like the six of cups is a creepy ass card. If you under, <sighs> we'll talk about it next week. Like the six of cups is creepy as fuck. I'll talk about it right now. If you dive in to... Uh, you know, we, when we look at the surface level, we look at the guidebook, but when we start digging into the signs and the symbols, um, and the color combinations of the six of cups, you're like, that's a little weird, but I'm about my fucking business. Anyway, um, the second week, we're going to get a little spooky week two. Um, we're going to tell spooky stories and urban legends. So we'll go over some iconic ghost stories, famous haunted places. I even have a special guest for week two. And um, we'll even explore some of the psychology behind spooky shit. Okay. Uh, We will then also discuss witchcraft in week two and its connection to Halloween. Um, Week two, I have a few guests that will be here uh, because we're going to talk about, you know, 
Uh, what's it like being a modern witch or a practitioner um, and what that looks like now versus what, you know, the expectations are? What roles do we play in witchcraft, um, especially in the Halloween folklore role? Um, and just discuss the resurgence of interest in witchcraft in the last few recent years. So week two, yum. <laughs> week two yum okay um we have some special guests right and then on the tarot segment on week two um i have a halloween spread for you and then uh, i'm gonna be giving you some rituals that we can use for saheim i don't know how to say it saheim samhai S-A-M-H-A-I. Because, you know, I'm an equal opportunity practitioner. Everybody asks me, do I follow a certain um, a certain practice, like, you know, Wicca or, you know, any other tradition? And I'm like, look, bitch, I'm just out here. I know a lot about a lot, and I know a little about a little. Okay. Oh, no, I said that wrong. I know a lot about a little and I know a little about a lot. Okay. I said it wrong. I'm just out here. I'm just out here. Okay. Um, I then I'm also going to be, since we have a guest, um, we'll be doing kind of, um, I'm not going to tell you what else we're going to do week two for Tara. I want to keep it a surprise. Boo. Ah, surprised. <laughs> and then our last week, I know it's only three weeks because obviously the first week we always do the overview. So the last week, week four, three, you know, week four, week three, week four, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Um, we're going to get into the fun Halloween stuff. We're going to do some fun Halloween stuff. We're going to talk about Halloween food, pumpkin spice, everything. Um, we're going to talk. I'm going to, there's a guest week three as well. I have a guest week three. We're going to um, discuss, you know, like parties, Halloween decorations, all things basically Halloween because that episode is going to come out on the 30th the day before Halloween. And I think week three is when we're going to tell a whole bunch of stories like mouthwatering, dripping, we're going to tell ghost stories week three. Um, and even review some of my favorite Halloween movies, as well as my guests, my guests, favorite Halloween movies. So, oh, and then week three slash four for tarot. Um, we're going to share, um, we're going to share some intense, scary stories that are related to tarot and divination. Um, uh, we're not talking about like the exorcism stuff. We're just talking about, you know, places that are haunted, um, you know, and how tarot has been associated or has been, you know, um, a tool in forcing the haunting and why people should stay the fuck away. Um, but that's the, that's basically the overview for October. I am so prepared. I am so, so, so prepared. Um, you guys even send me a list of your favorite Halloween 
movies, your favorite witchy movies. Um, I wonder what our list would look like. I'm going to actually compile a list and put it in the server. And maybe we'll even do like a movie night or something like that. Um, that's all I got for you guys for this overview. Uh, I am looking forward to your emails. I'm looking forward uh, to the DMs. I'm looking forward to everything. Please, please, please. And thank you. Um, if you're not already, make sure you are subscribed to this podcast. If you're watching here on YouTube, make sure you are subscribed to my channel. Uh, join the Discord server. If you want to see everything that I have to offer, please head over to witchbitchshiro.com. The link is in the bio. And not for anything, because it's spooky season, all private sessions are 25% off, up to $100. So not only are we having spooky season, but you're also getting 25% off of all private sessions. The fuck? No brainer. Anyway, you guys know I couldn't do this without you and I would not want to. I would not want to. As you know, hoes will be hoes. Bitches will be bitches. But you never really know when it comes to witches. Which bitch is which? And no. Mm-mm. I do not sell owls, so stop fucking asking. Stay spooky, my friends. <laughs>